Yeah, we're getting we're getting suggestions for our cold opening via Periscope at the moment. I think your microphone might be off. There you go. Am I back in business? You are back in business. All right. Uh, do we have anything that our audio listeners are going to benefit from? Here? No, not at all. Okay. This is cool. a disaster for the actual podcast. There we go. I think by now I'd know the right button to push. We are in. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Episode 61, maybe? Is it? I think so. Guess what I'm going to do on mic. Oh, you're going oh, to eat on mic? While you do that, uh, we've got some cannoli and some Pirate Live Cerveza Negra, which is their barrel-aged dark lager. So maybe I'll, I'll say what that is. I've just lost the information about it. So this is dark lager from Pirate should Live. I, um, should I go over my rap, my cannoli wrap that I busted out earlier? No? No. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you want to do that in public. Um, a beer which not only harkened back to the pirate ship of old, but one which could hold its own in the face of the flavours of wine barrels it was destined for. Partially fermented with Tom Fullery's Tempranillo yeast and finished off with house ale yeast, the beer is now ageing on oak in the Pirate Life warehouse. It's no longer ageing on oak. That was written a while ago, obviously. Um, they had a keg release, I believe. Glass. Did they? Yeah, I think it was Carwin. Yeah, actually, it went Carwin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we were lucky enough to to get a sneaky bottle when we visited. Um, what do you think about it, Dave? Uh, I really like it. It's kind of interesting. I haven't had many beers that taste like it. Um, what are your it's thoughts? It's got a, um, taste? a really unique, almost orangey character to it. Or like a... Um, Definitely. Um, it's almost a little bit like... A little bit like marzipan, but not not that sweet though. Yeah. I don't know what marzipan is, I don't think. Is that like an almond thing? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know technically what it is. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever eaten marzipan. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, really appreciated. We had a good time, didn't we? We did. We did. There's photos up on the website. Mm, and we'll a little bit of a story. Are we going to cover that later on? Do you want to cover it now? Is there anything to cover? Uh, they are opening... I think we can probably announce it. They didn't seem to be too cagey about it. They're talking about expanding to a new brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, that Production was being discussed facility. pretty much as we were there. They... Well, that week they'd come up with that idea. Because uh, they're just growing out of control. Yeah, and there's talk of a Little Creature-style brew pub. Um, but I don't think any decisions are made on that yet. Uh, but yeah, I think most people would be pretty excited to visit that, that place. For sure. I mean, they're just the, the hot brewery at the moment. I mean, mm. we wandered around the facility and he gave us a can of the IPA, which was to taste and just pop and fresh. Mm. Um all their beers are really flying. I mean, have you had them all? Have you had that New Zealand hop pale? I have, but it was during Good Beer Week, so... Oh, right. I didn't love it. I mean, I could see... It just wasn't for me. Like, it was still a really well-made Did you have either. a can or...? Yeah, yeah, I had a can of it. Because um, then I also had the golden ale that they did with... I can't think of who the collaboration is. Yeah, and that was delicious. Really? Really good, yeah. Hmm. I see that would be one of the last... I'd, I'd probably never buy that beer. Right, okay. Well, I would strongly recommend it. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Is that because you're against those weird collaborations? Uh, a little bit. I don't. I don't love those kind of collaborations. But also, if I'm picking up some Pirate Life beers, the Golden Ale is probably the the least thing that I want to pick up. No, give your palate a bit of a rest. Nah, my palate's fine. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. I did pick up some Throwback actually coincidentally last night. Yeah, it was great. 
uh, I drank maybe five, four or five while I was watching the rugby. Couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's a really good beer, isn't it? Do you want to talk about the rest of Adelaide? Sure. So Where do we begin? Do you want to do it chronologically? Yeah, let's do it. So we Big got Shed? The, uh, is that the first thing? <laughs> what? Big Shed? Big is Shed? It? Yeah, Big Shed was the first, yeah. yep. Uh, I really liked Big Shed. I put a thing up on the website um, as well about it, but... What were your thoughts on the on Big Shed? Um, I think it's pretty much echoes what you put on the website, but um, Big Shed were a brewery that like I was f- fine with. I had no beef with Big Shed. Um, I'd, ha- I'd have probably, probably only had their beers at Tramway when it was at SA Takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought I was fine with it. But then when we got there and drank the beers as they were... Intended, I guess. They were delicious. Mm. Really good. We mm. had a couple of pints and a paddle and everything was pretty much on point. Uh, I think one of the biggest things of note I would have thought was that their um, last two Gab's beers, sweet dessert style, mm. super drinkable in a bigger uh, size than the 85 mil or whatever. Definitely. And I think that, I remember sort of that at the last Gab's with their Golden Gay Time beer, thinking I thought that was going to win based on what I'd tasted. Uh, and yeah, the Berry Ripe Porter, I think this year at Gabe's, I was like, I was pretty blown away by, by just how imbalanced it was and how dry and roasty it finished. And also, you didn't like, you didn't have to talk to too many people about their top beers before you realized that this is going to be a favorite. Cause a lot of people won. were. Yeah. But did that, I don't think that finished high in, in the game. I actually have no idea. Yeah. Whatever. Who won it, by the way? Uh, that was the Peanut Brittle, Brittle Goes from... Oh, from the... Um, Bacchus. Yeah, the perennial People's mm. Choice favourites. Mm. Um, interesting to see a Gozer, I guess, get up there, but that was more, from memory, very sweet and, and salty um, than, than, you know, tart. Not my kind of thing, but yeah, a lot of people really liked it. Sorry, I left you out to dry there while I was eating the rest of my cannoli. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't love the peanut brittle, but yeah. plenty did. Um, obviously. If I think the highlight from Big Shed for me was the fuck yeah APA. Mm-hmm. So delicious. I Mine was the California Yeah, I didn't love that, did I? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, good go back again. I really like the setup there. It's low key, but you can drop in for a beer and there's a beer and it's good, so... You can't really... And I also that. like uh, the experience of... I mean, we went there during the day, so it was a bit different. But I like the experience of some guy like getting off the bottling line to serve you while they're busy at work yeah. uh, and then go back. And then we saw some high-vis guy come in and grab a six-pack or something. So, yeah. awesome. Really good. Yeah, and it's not a heavily foot traffic neighbourhood. It's an industrial area. Mm. But if you've got people there that can pour a beer and you make a few extra bucks doing it, it makes sense to just... Definitely, yeah, right? I think Fridays, Saturdays, they have food and stuff, like burgers and... Do they? Thing. Yeah. So it'd be a good like knock-off work option if you're in the area, for sure. But we liked Big Shed. Um, Two thumbs up on our thumbs rating. Yes. We went Which to isn't that good, because we normally we it's two out of five thumbs. <laughs> 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 um, then the Weedy, which you would have heard if you listened to the last podcast. We don't mm-hmm. need to recap that, do we? Surely not. Uh, we had a good time with the Weedy. And then Pirate Life? Which is great, and yeah, they're hmm. good, good people. I mean, the other reason what I was going to mention before, where I think this collaboration, the Golden Hour with Hilltop Hoods, makes a bit—I don't know if it makes more sense—but like, they're definitely 
uh, immerse themselves in the arts a lot. Yeah. So like it sort of feels like a natural, more natural collaboration than others might. That's true. It wasn't yeah. a random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've also got a couple of new beers coming out. They've got a session stout, I think, mm-hmm. like a V-stout. And yeah, watch the space for more Pirate Life. Yeah. Do you want to touch on the dark beer South Australian thing? I think we did it on microphone did last week. Did we? Yeah. With Jade? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. I think, I think you're right. Tune into last last episode. Um, Check out the back catalogue. There's 60 more episodes. I also have a note here about Cooper's. Uh, the IPA. The Brew Art IPA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had it at Gab's. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Um, I... I liked it without loving it because it tasted very Cooper's. Mm. Um, but I think that's sort of like punchier. I don't even know if you call it an IPA, but the punchier IPA, XPA, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Don't think it works with those hops, ideally. Yeah, I. It was tried a bit it, muted. I tried it recently at a pub and it still has. I like that they've kept the Cooper's signature yeast flavour, yeah, aroma. Um, I thought that was. You know, they that's their IPA, so they want to have their their signature on it. But I thought, other than the the that smell and then the bitterness, which was a lot higher than I expected, um, that there wasn't much more to it. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to like it a lot more than I than I actually did in the end. Definitely. Uh, but we also, while we were in Adelaide, went to the Coop, one of the Cooper's Ale Houses. I think there's a few of those around there. Right. And I was disappointed by that. Well, they didn't have anything fun. Yeah, they just had they had Coopers and they had a lot of other taps from other breweries. Yeah, so it's kind of. It not, wasn't I'm not sure what Coopers related was it. I'm not sure what the relationship is there, but um, yeah, I kind of went in expecting felt like any pub, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I went in expecting to get a few Coopers beers, and they had two on tap, and then more. Someone suggested that there might be more than one vintage of uh, the what is it? What's that vintage beer called? Why am I blanking on that? The vintage is that what it's Extra called? Vintage, yeah, 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 whatever it is. Um, and there was none. So that doesn't mean that it's a mistake on their part. Someone could have been lying. Who suggested? To me. I think it might have been Jake. Huh. Maybe she thought we were going to the actual brewery. Possibly, yeah. Good work, Jake, for yeah. lying to us. Mm. Typical. What a mean thing to say. I know, right? Anything else on Adelaide? We went, the only other thing we went to was a, a bar called. Clever Little Taylor, is that right? Yeah. Or am I mis- mixing no, up Clever Little Taylor? Yeah. yeah. And that was, was good. good. Yeah. Mm. That was um, a recommendation from. Well, Jake was one of many that... Uh, that was, again, like Beer You're Right Porter, everyone that I talked to about places to go in Adelaide, that, that bar was on the list. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'd like to go back and... and have some more time there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Adelaide as a whole. Uh, good work, Adelaide. Keep it up. So, let me just delete those off my list. Oh, I like it. Good maintenance. Good list maintenance. So, in between... We're repeating anything today. In between last time that we spoke and now, I had a bit of a meeting with CUB. Ah, yes. Um, and I, they did say I was allowed to talk about anything they, they discussed. So I th- thought it would be interesting to talk about... It was, it was all about um, what they're doing with Matilda Bay and any questions that I had about them. And my first question was, why didn't they release Crown Ambassador last year? They didn't make any announcement that they were, weren't doing it. And it's not. I mean, I think it's probably the one Crown... The one product in the folio that, that craft beer lovers yeah to keep a lazy eye we on. We had it in this this these very seats. Exactly. We had it and highly enjoyed it. So, yep. um, uh, yeah. Basically, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know where it fits in the market for that price point. I've got an idea. Lower the price point. I think yeah. yeah. I mean, so they're trying to rework it. I um, mean, they reckon it will be back. But and I, I said, as we talked about at the time, it was a really good beer. It was one of my favourite beers that I'd had last year. And 
So we'll see how they go. Um, I also asked about Crown Golden Ale. Right. He said, I said, how's it going? And they said, oh, it's selling really well. We've sold X amount of cases. But then he said, ask me again in two years. We're not sure yet. So Right. That says to me, probably not as much as they want. And they pushed it with a huge marketing campaign. I think uh, if you go into like a damn movies or something like that, it's still reduced, you know, it's always on special. Right. But uh, I mean, it was like TV ads everywhere, buses, they still planes, sponsor like trains, automobiles. Caulfield Cup and a mm. lot of races, races. I went to Caulfield for a, a food event a while ago and there was Crown Golden Ale stuff everywhere. I tried it. Eh. What, what does that mean? It was exactly what it, the Crown beer would, t- would taste like. There was really nothing noteworthy in there. Um, or anything that I'd want to ever go back to drink again. Yeah. I think I ended up drinking red wine after that. So okay. that's probably an indication. And it was like 25 degree day outside. So like it should be... You should be yeah, smashing it, yeah. Sure. Um, what else did they... Oh, they said that one of the products they, they want to rework is Bee's Knees. They seem to be... What is Bee's Knees? I can't, I can't, like it's honey something. Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, it's like a honey pale maybe. So it's uh, 5% with honey. They seem to think that was the product that's, and maybe it sells really well, but like he's, every time I mentioned, you know, Redback, that also also say, oh, and Bee's Knees. Does anyone Who cares about have an affection for that? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're trying to rework it, and I thought it was actually quite interesting by putting different sorts of honey and doing a series of different honey. There's at least something interesting. It is, but to get, any characteristic from honey and beer it takes a fuckload of yes. honey yep. so it doesn't seem like it'd be cost effective which I'm sure is at the forefront of their minds so you'd expect that yet again we'll be underwhelmed by a, a seemingly adventurous idea um, they also talked about uh, they want to do more collaborations out of Matilda Bay which is fine but, right, but I don't know if that's really a, a long term strategy um yeah, overall, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Another interesting, interesting... Did they try and, like, turn you around? Because you're a reasonably vocal critic of CUB. Yep. Did they try and justify anything or... No, I think it was it was a cordial discussion about what they were doing and, you know, what... I mean, obviously, what I've said was raised and I didn't, you know, apologise yeah. for that or anything and... I should say, you know, a lot of it is pretty tongue-in-cheek, but... Which but none is, of it was unfair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, I, look, it would, it, I've got their phone numbers now, so if I have any questions, I can give them a ring. And, you know, build a decent relationship. I'm not going to, obviously, change my criticism because I still don't think they know what they're doing at the end of that discussion. Um, but apparently they're selling a lot more than And the invites should flow to all the CUB events Yeah, they can't, on, well, eh? they can't miss me now. No, they, no. I did say to them, because they said, you know, oh, we can't believe we left your name off that this media invite thing they had. And I said that was the perfect narrative for my last article, so don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> you gave me a free hit. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good, interesting discussion, but I didn't come away with any more appreciation for what they're doing. Sure. I had a redback not long ago. It was delicious. Yeah, it's always good, right? Um, one interesting thing was I mentioned Matilda Bay, you know, a few years, like six or seven years ago, maybe even longer, um, with the wax bottles they were putting out. Yep. I think they were maybe the first Australian brewery to do wax bottles. And there's photos of Brad Rogers, you know, waxing a bottle. And then now he's, what, Stone of Wood, 
won the, you know, they're killing it. So yeah, yeah, basically. of course. But I mentioned Brad, and the question I got back was, what's he doing now? And it's I, alarming either ignorance or, well, I mean, I asked you this question, like, w- did you think that they were faking their... Uh, yeah, uh, and I, as I was telling you the first time, I thought that might have been the case. But I, it's... At the time, it's, I, I remember thinking that as well at the time, but I think it was genuine. That's I think I also said to you via email that like, if they have any finger on any pulse at all in this industry, they should know what Brad Rogers is doing. Yeah, I feel like they should have a dossier on them. Yeah. This is exactly the beer they're releasing and this is how they're marketing it. Um, so yeah, Stone and Wood don't seem to be on the radar yeah. for them. They Try did, harder next time, Stone and Wood. They did say they're selling a lot more beer than Lion in the craft space. Um, so I don't know We'll see how that goes In the, the long term Yeah uh, Speaking of Lion uh, We discussed Panhead Do we need to? Lion bought Panhead in, in New Zealand It's interesting I think It is yeah I'm a little bit disappointed I mm, Yeah Well I mean I think we love Panhead So like I think when you lose One that you uh, And I think it was not. I, I kind of like uh, I enjoyed the fact that at Gabs they had that really like insular bar yeah, <laughs> blocking yeah. everybody out <laughs> and yeah. then like days later I <laughs> found out that um, they were making a run for it but I don't know good on Mike I mean um, yeah we've had him on the show and he's a, a great dude it's a pretty amazing feat to create a brand in such a short time that's such a valuable asset to someone like a Lion group mm. um, it's kind of amazing uh, speaking of Lion Emerson's uh, just lo- launched in New Zealand their their new revamped brewery. Um, I'm assuming on the back of you know Lion pumping a lot of cash into it, looks great. Um, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about that, and I really like Emerson's beers. So, hmm. um, I, I should we talk about the garage project thing? Uh, yeah, let me say one thing first. Go on. Um, I've got actually got a couple of articles coming up in Broadsheet, which will be sponsored. Officially by James Squire. Really? Uh, so Boo. Yeah, Shill. Right. Yeah. Here I am. Look, what I got paid was not worth any uh, selling out. <laughs> tag. Uh, but they, they, there's, there was, it's, the interesting thing was there's no, there was no editorial pressure. We want articles on these things and we want you to speak to these people. And those people weren't from James Squire or any Lion brands. It was Mason from Hawker's. Matt from Boat Rocker, Ashley from Two Meter Tool, and I can't remember the other one, but yeah, so three three different articles that were actually really fun to write. So, but yeah, now I don't know if that means I'm not being paid by James Squire, but they sponsor the articles. Garage Project, yeah, we got a little um, preview of coming attractions before the announcement. Um, off the back of the Panhead announcement, Garage Project. Uh, Formally announced their uh, new venue and, uh, well, I guess a new brewing operation. Yeah, yeah. In the, right in the heart of Wellington, so which... A, a new sub-brand almost. Yeah. What's it called? The Wild something? I can't remember. Some that. other W word, yeah. wasn't it? We really should know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We'll yeah. Um, but just looks like heaps and heaps of fun. Mm. They're putting so in like an attic cool ship. Yep. Uh it looks just like the Canteon attic cool ship. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean, I don't know if you've been to Wellington, but in the CBD, there's nowhere you can really get a good beer around. So finally it's good to finally to have something that you can... I think it's going to be right on. across from Goldings as well. So, man, you wouldn't need to leave that, <laughs> that little area. Um, the the long-term plan for that as well, they're going to put in a tasting room in the office building next door, which is attached. So there's, you know, I guess there's a wall in between, and they're going to turn that into a glass wall um, on the third floor, so where the tasting room is, you can look down onto the brewery and all the things that are happening. How so bloody fun! I'm assuming that's going to cost them a fucking fortune. Um, like their bottling line, for example, is custom built to handle. Oh any, yeah, any like any packaging, yeah. they can just do whatever they want. That's so crazy. Cork and cage, cork in the in the actual bottle. Um, yeah, any size, any shape. Wow. So yeah, and but we all stuff. know that Garage Project are kicking goals. Yes, yes. Whenever they kick, the goals get moved to wherever they've kicked it from. Yeah. So, <laughs> great work. I did project. also reading about their Firestone Walker Invitational. Yeah. Those guys kill it there. They have a lot of, like, uh, apparently the queues for their stands were the longest. Wow. And, um, so, you know, even in the US, they're building a, a massive reputation. I well, think Josh was telling us about um, some of the, like, fr- like, friendly consultancy he got from people, and he was... Dropping names like yeah. you wouldn't believe, like dropping all the just the top rate beer breweries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is pretty much the master brewers. Where I think, do you say they're getting yeast sent from like Hill Farmstead? I think and, so. Yeah. Um, so a couple of others, and so yeah, there's definitely a, a strong relationship there. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if we'll see a Hill Farmstead collaboration down under. I want one. That would send people crazy. Whatever. Um, let me delete those two. Ooh, yeah. what about this? What about if there was a Hill Farmstead collaboration for Crown Ambassador? Would that justify the price tag? Yeah, I think it that probably would, would pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people would people would love that. Is that flashing? No, we're cool. well, is what flashing? Oh, I'm just conscious of battery time. Oh, um, we live I, dangerously these days. What yeah, I didn't realize uh, on the way here. I forgot that I didn't have my camera bag, which has spare batteries. Uh, we'll see how we go. Maybe uh, I should stop this. And what? And just in case it runs out. Oh, okay. Yes, we're going to lose it. Are we recording or not? We're recording now. Sound like gold we dismissed. Yeah. Um, got a video sent to us from Scratch Bar right. in Brisbane. Their weekend sort of dark beer tap takeover. And when I got the video, I thought, why do you need a video for just a weekend tap takeover? That's a bit much. But the video is awesome. Um, I'll put a link to it. I don't want to spoil it. I don't yeah, want to try to explain it. it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Production yeah, value is through the roof. Uh, it's just really slickly done. It's really impressive. And yeah, for, for a three-day event, Making this really, really well. Like, there's a lot of special effects in there. You know what? There's a lot of three day events. So, you've got to do something to Definitely. bump yourself up. And yeah, these days we talk about people marketing, and this is the best way to do it. Cool. Um, I'll put that up. It's interesting. What else is on the list of things to discuss? So, we have cookie cutter venues, is, Ooh, is what I've written down. Yeah, okay. Um, off the back of that place you sent me an email about earlier? Yeah, which. <laughs> Strangely enough, I might be writing a new story about it soon. Um, you but, guys try and figure it out. Send um, in your answers to PO Box 3159. But 
it goes for a lot of venues. I think we're noticing in Melbourne, people are just opening up a beer venue and saying we're doing craft beer now. And as I sent you, I sent you the name and said, "What do you think this craft beer venue is going to be?" And you picked pretty much exactly. Pretty much nailed it. Yeah. You know, meat and buns, um, taps that are pretty, pretty fine. Yeah, okay taps. High stalls. Yeah. Colorful. That's about it. Yep. What do you think about that? Do you think it's a sign that it's a good thing? Like every suburb can have a decent craft beer bar? Uh, probably, or? yeah. I reckon it might... I think you might be trying to warm your hands on a heater that isn't on. Is it on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just looks like it's totally inactive. Um, I think it's probably good as a whole, but because we are who we are, we get annoyed by it because it's not offering a fresh enough uh, product to us. Mm. Um, but I don't know. If that becomes the norm... Like, not If that becomes... The common sort of bar, then I'm much happier with that than uh, a regular pub or a, or a CUB bar. You know what I mean? I I find a lot of them soulless in the sense that you kind of walk in and you're like, yeah. I mean, like I uh, don't, I I'm not going to be going to these places. Yeah. Like I don't want to go to them. But if that's what most people that aren't beer drinkers are going to, that's probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I was thinking though, I. Of the, the places in my, my suburb, my immediate suburb. And one of them's a kind of a, a rock and roll live band bar. They have a couple of good beers on tap. It's just a, a nice, a good bar. It's not a nice bar. It's just a good bar or good pub. Um, the other one has four, three beers on tap. Um, they've got Hightail Nitro, Cavalier okay, Brown yeah. Ale at the moment. Um, and again, it's just a good, like it's not, they're not doing the, we're not a craft beer bar. We're just a good place. We have good beer and, yeah, I kind of, th- I'd rather, if we're just changing everything to being the same, you know, if every pub's changing from just being the same sort of pub to the same sort of different pub, they just have and have good beer, like we kind of lose something in that, do Yeah, we? I agree with that. But I also think that if the base level bar has got like a couple of mildly interesting beers and some food that compliments beers in general yeah. then i think that's probably a good but ba- that's not a bad base to launch off that the more interesting mm. uh venues can probably capitalize off that yeah but yeah. um yeah i think it's, it's weird for us to talk about those sort of venues because of what we like and the, how much of the pointy end of the industry that we are well what's really interesting it's probably no different to the our house project here in melbourne right in terms of approach and look and everything except for the our house project probably has way better a way better tap list and a way, uh, probably way better food as well. Um, the quality yeah, is yeah, outstanding, definitely. Yeah. And I think they just sort of yeah. I mean, like, but that's that's a venue that's had that idea because that's exactly what it wants to do, and yeah. they're nailing it. Yeah. Whereas these ones have looked at those kind of venues and gone, okay, we can just do that. Um, this place was an Irish pub first, and I, I said to Dave in an email that I would have loved for them to have kept an Irish theme instead of doing a brisket burger, doing a brisket stew. Or a brisket stout pie, and getting a local, you know, stout on nitro, and in place of Guinness, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe it's we're just expecting too much. We every bar shouldn't be catering. But I mean, like, let's let's play that scenario out and say that happens, right? Mm. We would go there once and go, bravo, well done. This is a different take, and then we wouldn't go there ever again. Yeah, that's probably true. But I mean, that's location. If that was in your suburb, you'd be pretty happy. Yeah, probably. But. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I just am wary of things just getting homogenized. 
Definitely. But like, it's the same level of homogenization as the current CUB bars are. It's just like ratcheting it up one level. That's true. Hmm. Anyway, tell us your thoughts about have you got one of these kind of venues in your cookie part, in cutter your, bars? Yeah, yay cookie, cu- or cookie cutter craft. Ooh, I like that. Do you have one in your neighbourhood, and are you happy to have it there? Is it a welcome addition, or is it a little bit? Uh, or is it a place where like you like to go with your non-beer friends? Those places are good for that. Kind yeah. Of thing. So let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, How would you let us know any thoughts, Luke? You can listen to the end of the podcast. Stay oh, tuned. Okay. All right, yeah. You can listen to the whole thing before you get thought the thought it might be more organic, but that's cool. No, cool. no. I'm going to harangue them. Yeah, okay. Beer Hop Dictionary. Did you check that out? Did not. So I got an email. Um, oh, it's that book that came out, right? Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. The Hops List. And it's basically a, a PDF or ebook of every hop variety that, that they could work out that exists. Yep. And they've put all the rules. What do you mean they could work out? Like theoretically? Well, yeah, there might be some other hop varieties, but commercially available right. stuff that's not even commercially available is in there there's 265 altogether and yeah basically each one has a little bit of a write up about it all the raw data from the supplier yeah. plus some of them have sort of home brewer notes of I use this for this and it works really well and does it have like a commercial comparison like this beer is commonly like this hop is commonly associated with these beers I don't think is it American uh, no, it's from Australia, the guy's oh, wow. done it. Um, Melbourne, in fact. And then there's also some commercial home brewer notes, uh, sorry, com- commercial brewer notes in there. So, um, Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn's in there. Is it, um, is it geared towards brewers? I think. As a resource? Yeah, brewers and home brewers, yeah, okay. for sure. Um, I think it's pretty handy for, because I don't give that much of a shit about what hops are and what beer. Yeah. But it definitely pro- probably comes in handy when you're, like we had a beer the other day, the Azaka IPA from Newstead. Right. And I remember standing at the bar going, what the fuck is Azaka? Is that a, I had never heard of that hop. So, you know, now I've got that on my phone, I can look that up and go, huh, that's what Azaka is. Right. It's a new yeah, hop from yeah. X or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty good one. And it's it'd be interesting. It's a first edition. It's 10 bucks uh, US. So, whatever that works out. Australian, but... Um, it'd be interesting to see how that gets. Who built the on. hell knows with this Brexit going on? Yeah, and, uh, it could be what is it, a thousand dollars? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was only like eight dollars on Kindle when I looked it up, and he said Amazon just change it at their leisure. A bargain in anyone's um, book. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to it if he grows it and makes because it, it it's a really uh, I found it really useful, and you know we uh, we get quite a few of those media releases where hey we've got this new product, and then you look at it and you're like no, I don't really care this is average, but this was actually. Far more useful than definitely than yeah. most. Um, Game of Thrones. I went to a wine festival the other day, Dave. How was it? Uh, it was fantastic. You've been to this. You went last year. Yes. Is it how many t- years in a row? No, I didn't go to last year. Sorry, oh, okay. I skipped last year, but I went to Pinot Palooza last year. Oh right. Um, it was. It's interesting being at a wine oh, festival. Oh, it's like Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Thrones. Thrones yeah, being yeah, in yeah, the, the valley. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um. Yeah, Wine Festivals are great. Those ones are good. It's 50 bucks if you get an early bird ticket and then it's all free from there on. Yeah, that tax law really helps out those wine does. doesn't it? Yeah. And that, I guess, bridges into the there's tax changes in this in the latest budget for wine producers. Right. I can't pretend to understand any, okay. any tax laws at all. But I know that the CBAA had a, um, a sort of an open letter out on the back of that to support small brewers. Um, there's an election coming up. 
was the new tax proposal supportive to wine producers or is I it think so yeah right, I think okay. it was evening things out I'm, as I said I right, okay. can't begin to understand things but yeah there's I, maybe in the lead up to you know the new government coming in or maybe a new government coming in soon um, hopefully we can apply some pressure tell your local MP send your local MP a beer don't send them a beer that's weird see if they wants to go out for a pint yeah take my, it to your local brewery my local MP Tim Watts um, I've seen him at two birds supporter. before yeah. yeah he votes in the hottest 100 so you never know what your local MP might enjoy. Yeah. Do you know your local MP, Dave? Uh, yeah, she came to my house. Like she actually door knocked during the election a couple of uh, years ago. Really? Yeah, we had a chat. Hmm. Did you vote for it? No. Hmm. Um, I don't Did think I have anything else. Are we done? Uh, yeah. You want to come back and do some recommendations and? Yeah, I do want to do that. Cool. All right. So, welcome back. You said you didn't love this, but it was too late in the night? No, no, I did love it. Ah. But, like, I don't know why. I think I had it in a session at the end, and I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. So, this is the Red Hill Queen of Scots barley wine. Did you have a bottle of it, or did you? Yes. I had a bottle of it, and uh, this is one in the uh, confusing Ten red series. Of red beers. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's been going for a year already. <laughs> um, yeah, barley wine. Uh, I just had a sip, and I really enjoyed it. I feel like it could do with a bit more age but it's lovely there's a bit of a harshness there I think will definitely mellow yeah I agree with that but it's pretty smooth what's the what's the digits on it eh the digits on this uh, it feels like it drinks under clear on the bottle it must be 8-ish there right um, I'm not even sure it's on the bottle that's illegal I think give me the bottle serious it's not on the bottle can I have a look this is not like 10% 10% 10%, 10%. 10%. Okay, I reckon it drinks under yep yeah, it's quite nice. Um, I, I would like... It's quite clear on the bottle. I don't want to... I just want to add that. What? Uh, Where is that clear on the bottle? On here, on the side? No, look at the bottom. It says 10%, 330 mils. It's in the yellow part of it. Oh, that is not clear. Nah, I disagree. Send your thoughts in. <sighs> Who's right? Dave or Luke? Probably yeah, okay. Luke. Um, <laughs> Dave, give me a recommendation. Uh, what do you want to go with? want to go with a little bit of a uh, beer you go, recommendation you go or a non-beer? beer first because I, th- I haven't thought of one. So. Oh, okay. Um, should I pat it out then give you a bit of time? Ah, I can work it out. All right. Uh, well, uh, in the theme of celebrating our, our little sojourn to Adelaide, uh, I'm giving the nod to the Pirate Life IPA. When I first had that beer, when it first came out here, I enjoyed it, but everything in my head and my heart went, yeah, Dave, that is good. But why would you go with anything except for the either the double IPA or the, or the pale ale? Um, but the can we had on the tour was so delicious that it made me get another can or two uh, when we got back. Mm. And it just tastes so fresh and so delicious. It's a really, really strong IPA. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I don't think Pirate Life get much attention or accolades <laughs> so i'm gonna yeah, give them a real scrapper yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so i'm gonna give them yeah pirate life ipa beer recommendation go and grab one if you want love it i kind of Lo- like the can as well it's like this weird light sky blue color with an orange trim that kind of pops out where was i looking someone did an article about pirate life recently and it had all the inspirations for their cans right so all the color schemes are inspired by right the color scheme of something do you else. remember what that one was no, some sort of car maybe. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can remember show the article notes, and I'll, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes because I, I remember reading it going, actually that's far more far more interesting than I 
you know, you just you figure some graphic design. Because I quite up. like their um, package. Yeah. So uh, design. Every color has a is a reason for all the colors. Right. But do you, like, can you picture the IPA can that I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I quite like it. It stands out in the shelf. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So that's mine. What's your beer recommendation? Uh, mine will be Cavalier Brown Ale. Okay. It's a really Take good me beer. through the um, justification. It's a lovely beer and it used to be around a lot. And then there's the whole, most of the stuff coming out of Cavalier was contract brewed yep. for other people or, or gypsy brewed or whatever you want to call it. Um, but... I had it the other day at my local and it was tasting fantastic. It was pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, a really, really good brown ale. And do you reckon it was, uh, like, do you reckon your appreciation for it went up with the weather as it is as well? Well, it was put on tap because of the weather, so it's hard to say. Um, but yeah, maybe. I, good I, point though. I haven't seen it around in donkey's years. Yeah. That's probably an overreaction maybe. <laughs> but um. Um, I had it one time at a restaurant that's no longer in Melbourne, but they had a Beef Wellington on the menu and with a gravy and a Cavalier Brown Ale on the side. Perfect, yeah. It was like the best food and beer pairing ever. Unreal. Oh, so it was just perfect. Uh, give me some Did I beer. like, did I, I did the last show, were we too distracted by being at the Weedy? Did I mention my Gabs? Um, just great moment of Go. Gabs. Oh, on the Saturday day session, I wasn't f- feeling the freshest. You were running a little bit, like, not to say running late, but I got there before you did and we were meeting up. And then I went upstairs and had a burnt end bun from uh, Meat Mother mm-hmm. and had that with a glass of unbelievably fresh Pirate Life Pale. It just picked me up. Yeah. I was back in the game. All right. Unbelievable. Food, food is, is restorative. You might say that, yeah. In so many ways. Um, Did you feel like your energy bar, like if you're a video game character, your energy bar would be like... Definitely, yeah. I felt a little bit like Mario when he gets a mushroom. Really? Yes. Or any Rocket League players when you go over the big orbs. Have you played Rocket League? I love it. I'm a junkie. It looks so good. I think I need to get on board. But like, I don't think you understand how enjoyable it is because you can pick up the control and in one minute you can be served. It's like lawn bowls. Yeah. You can be serviceable immediately, but then the gradient of your skill improvement and how much more you get out of it, yeah. it's its such a simple concept, yet it's a highly enjoyable game. It looks like a shitload of fun. I think I need to... No, uh, I probably don't need to, no, to no, get no. it. No, but the reason why it's also good is because you can pick it up for 25 minutes, get three games out of the way, Hmm. You can't play. You can't pick up Fallout and play for twenty five minutes. Oh no, it's not possible. Yeah, I thought about restarting Red Dead Redemption recently. I think I might do that. That's magic. That yeah. yeah, I made it to Mexico and then it just kind of trailed off and never played. It oh again. well, you and see, apparently it gets good after that. Uh, it does, but I also like that was that was a moment for me because you know how you go to Mexico over that bridge. Mm. That oh, that scenery that and that music, yeah, yeah. I was like in. Yeah. I was in yeah. at that point. I think Red I just spent most of my time shooting birds. Yeah, well, that is fine. Yeah. And then trying to catch a horse uh, on foot. And then you've got to break it once yeah. you get to it. I got like a golden horse. It was awesome. Is this going to be your non-beer recommendation? No, my non-beer recommendation, uh, I've just Did finished you the... Do fir- a be- oh, you did Cavalier Brown, yeah. My, I just finished uh, Friday Night Lights. Okay. Which is... the Sorry, the first season of Friday Night Lights. Which is a, I think it was two thousand seven, based on a movie of the same name. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. About small town high school football, so good. 
Shit, that first season just a fucking... How many total seasons are there? Five. I hope it... I don't think there's no way it can maintain how good that first season was. Ooh, interesting. Um, it's got no, no, no point then. You might as well just quit. Yeah. Well, look, I was tempted. I was okay. like, that's, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> drop, that drop mic. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, such you a got the guy from Bloodline, right? Yeah. Which oh, I used to get confused with Ron Livingston. Yeah. Office space, but it's not. He's no. a more handsomer version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, highly recommend. It's on Netflix Australia. Friday Night Lights. Just, we... I think it took us a week to get through 22 episodes. So Wow, that's like yeah, real good binging. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, did you give one? No, no, I'm oh. just about to. Um, mine is also, uh, it's this is a PSA because it's Goodfellas. And you might think, who hasn't seen Goodfellas six times? I don't think I've seen it. Okay, well, you'll be pleased to know that it's just been added to Netflix Australia's content. So I, and I, like, I had like some shitty file that I downloaded that didn't look very good so now like I've just watched this pristine version of Goodfellas which might be the best movie ever well okay it's my favourite movie ever yeah but it's just so good every single time so quotable go and watch Goodfellas guys it's on Netflix in, in Australia you don't need a pesky VPN to go to go around and get it also you can't use VPNs at the moment oh really yeah they're all fucked oh well now not you- that I try and use Illegal but you heard things. it through the grapevine that VPNs are nixed. But yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I like, I love Goodfellas so much that I would f- f- relatively frequently look at that website that tells you you can go. There's some website that's not the Netflix yeah, website yeah, or something. that tells you what the content is, and I always searched for Goodfellas and it's not on, not on, not on. And then lo and behold, like two weeks ago, I, looked, I was like, fantastic. Watched it that night, enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, there's two movies that I'd probably put in the same realm as that for Go me. On. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Okay, <laughs> fucking love that <laughs> movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, and The Warriors. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know if I agree on White Man Can't Jump, but oh, hey, I respect ha- it. Yeah. Have you seen White Man Can't Jump recently? No, I haven't. Holds it's up, great. Used, it's such it? a good movie. Okay. Uh, I don't know whether it's. I think I went through a phase of watching and buying serious movie DVDs, like I was some sort of movie wanker or something. And then I got given White Man Can't Jump and I watched it like, oh, this is so much better than having got just boring <laughs> Stanley Kubrick so movies. So good, yeah. Where I have to, oh, the framing's so good. <laughs> no, you get Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson talking shit. It's way better. <laughs> um, uh, the thing about Goodfellas is like it overcomes so much adversity. Like I can't tell you how much I hate Ray Liotta's face, <laughs> especially when he like laughs and smiles. It's unnerving actually, but... Doesn't matter. Still, like an untouchable movie, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. So that your reasoning why it's so good is it makes you like Ray Liotta's face. Or it doesn't. No, make no, no, Ray no. no. Turn you I hate it every time, and I still want to watch it again without too much uh, time elapsing. All right, Are we about out of batteries? Uh, we're we're getting there. We're flying close to the wind. I'm not sure that's a saying. Dave, no. social media. Uh, Go. Tw- Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. At Mel Dave, we just had a highly successful Periscope broadcast. Do you Periscope show. anything else but these podcasts? No, so there's been like three yeah, or whatever okay. it's been. Yeah, yeah. So, but there'll be more, and I'll endeavour to do it. We should probably tweet out first before the show. No, you see, oh well, we could, but um, it sends a tweet out. I've linked it to Twitter, so when we start broadcasting, a tweet goes out to say we're doing it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured people want to buckle down, you know, in advance and maybe get some popcorn and. Oh, because they can't wait to find out what sort of content's coming yeah, yeah. your way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Good point. 
Uh, maybe we could do a Periscope live tasting. Yeah, probably not. We'll talk about that yeah. on Periscope. Maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, what are your sock meds? Uh, at Isle of a Time everywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Isle of a Time. MySpace. No, my MySpace is Hot Boy Seventy Four. <laughs> is it B O I? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, of course it is. How's your Sorry. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, we had a couple new ratings on the iTunes. Did we? Made. Were they five stars? Yeah, I think was so, it that yeah. guy that we met in Adelaide that I bullied him into rating? Oh, maybe we did maybe. get one rating with no review, but we had a, a little nice review um, from oh, someone. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I read it. I, I actually sent it to you. It was a really nice one. Was so, it? Yeah, I can do it myself. I'm a big boy. Ah, yeah. All right, all right. Ah. Yeah. Um, thank you to Toe Hider again for our theme Toe Hider music. music. We love you. Thank you to I don't know Pirate Life. We got got a good run on the show oh, today. We should say both the beers that we've drunk on the show were free. Ooh, Hashtag free. freebie. Freebies. Full disclosure. Uh, cool. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.